Although Pete Buttigieg is no longer in the presidential race, his legacy lives on in his rules of the road. Respect, belonging, truth, teamwork, boldness, responsibility, substance, discipline, excellence, and joy. Welcome to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. Welcome back, everyone. It's the third installment of Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. We're on to the third set of two, boldness and responsibility. And today, discussing this with me, is my guest, Cleo Laughlin from Twitter. She goes by Cleo Laughlin. It's easy to find her. And we are talking, of course, remotely on Zoom. Hi, Cleo. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's so great to hear hear your voice. And we, we have talked a little bit before now. But the interesting thing is we have never met in person. Nope. Unlike the others. Not yet. Wanna, not yet. Right. But you were on my list. But that's <laughs> what's so great about, you know, remote interviewing that I can interview people I can't actually get to see. And what a better time than the, the quarantine the uh, coronavirus time that we're in, where we have to stay apart anyway. I'd like you to tell a little bit about yourself first. I, I, of course, I know from our conversations on Twitter, you live in North Carolina. Right, in right. the mountains, on the in the western half of North Carolina, almost to the Tennessee border. So I live uh, kind of to the left of Asheville. If anybody knows where Asheville is, I'm several cows over to the left from Asheville. It's very, very country. It's very rural, which is wonderful because it's much of the time quiet and peaceful and there's critters and birds and, and things. Um, and, I'm a, and mountains? And mountains. Mountains too? Yeah, wow. pretty, pretty mountains. We're kind of in a, a little valley dip. Uh, but even, um, even with that, we're about 2,000 plus feet above sea level. So you get uh, a little bit of cleaner air, and um, and uh, Asheville used to have a slogan that said, uh, "Altitude um, is attitude," and that <laughs> kind of of course that kind of fits well. So do you have to f do you have to follow high altitude cooking instructions? No, not that high up. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not in Denver, <laughs> but uh, but still high enough up so that you know if uh, if the coastlines start disappearing, uh, it'll be you know two thousand plus feet up before they okay. adjust. So we're, we're safe here. Okay, good. Well, is this uh, where you've retired? Um, yeah, I'm more or less retired. Um, I'm uh, um, not quite a stereotype, but I am an older widow with two cats, and uh, I'm a retired journalist. Um, I've worked uh, up and down the East Coast of the U.S. I've worked from uh, Maine to Florida. Um, done a lot of traveling around the country, but... Uh, this is a really good place to to slow down and um, and get out of the the, the immediate race full of rats. So, um, although oh, it sounds beautiful, it's an old house though, so there are mice, but but no rats. Oh, but you have cats. Yeah, they're also retired. Oh, your cats aren't catching the mice. No, no, no. They're uh, they're older, and uh, it's like mom. Do something. Okay. Or not. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about them. I'm going to. I'm going to send you lots of 
mice gifs now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to our uh, rules of the road. Boldness. You know, I have to say, though, boldness and responsibility, you know, when I saw, saw those two together, I thought, okay, well, I can be bold, but I don't know if I'm very responsible. It's funny how we <laughs> we always think in terms of ourselves. But I like to go by what the, I mean, for a starting point, a launching point to go by what was written in the Pete for America description. And uh, first, I'll read the whole section on boldness, and then we'll take it apart. Boldness. We will not hesitate to take bold stances and to accept risk in the defense of our values. Our respect is reserved for people, not conventions. We accept no truisms without questioning. The spirit of originality will create the pressure and permission for us to do things not done before to stand out from the crowd, not by waving our arms for attention, but by the fact that fact of being different. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay, and, so. <laughs> you know, I, I'm assuming that Pete wrote all of these rules. They're all so, the little descriptions are so wonderful. To, I really want to know. I, I do want to know that, that he did it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and a lot of it's profound, as we're, we're going to get to. It starts with that first sentence stating the purpose for boldness. And the purpose is to defend values and that it's it's worth the risk. Mm -hmm. Why? Uh, so it's, it's, it's balancing that risk and, and the values and the whole purpose. The purpose for the boldness is to, uh, to express the values. And, yeah, and it's, see, it's, uh, so, it is important to protect values. I mean, there are um, there are values I believe um, that are absolutely vital, and we don't necessarily um, think of them in terms that maybe people used to. But values are so important. I mean, for your for a good life, for a civil society, uh, to be a good person, um, values are the rules of the road. You know. Um, there is, I, I'm a believer in right and wrong. Uh, there's a lot of gray stuff out there, but bottom line, you know when something is right and when something is wrong. Um, and one of the main reasons that the current administration is, is, in my opinion, so bad for America is that he's erased the notions of good and bad and right and wrong. It's, um, it's important that we know the difference. There's truth and there's falsehood. Um, and I, all these things get so muddied. It's it's important um, for for us to to look at that list of uh, rules and say, yeah, truth is important. You know, um, I know these are all wrapped up together. Yes, and the reason to be bold is to defend the values, or that uh, it's okay to accept the risk of being bold mm -hmm. because. The reason you're being bold is to defend your values. But so far, we haven't defined what boldness means, right? Um, well, boldness but we'll, is, is bravery, isn't it? Um, it's, and, and bravery, of course, is in the absence of fear. It's, it's accepting that, okay, I'm afraid, but I'm still going to do it. Um, yeah. It, it's just getting right out, getting out there and, and doing it and not, not being afraid of repercussions or I, I repercussion isn't the right word, but um, maybe that failure, 
right? Oh, yeah. Like not not being afa- afraid of the failure. Um, <laughs> the, the prospect this- of failure is terrifying, you know, to anybody. Um, but it- yeah, that seems to be part of boldness, isn't it? That you can't be afraid mm-hmm. to fail. And and not only um, do you need to stand up for the values that uh, that we profess we believe in, um, but you stand up for people. Um, that's one of the things in this campaign that that I saw with the way Pete approached things was that truly everyone mattered. And, you know, if you don't speak up for the least of these, then, you know, who stands up for you? Then every individual person mattered. And, um, you know, you have to be prepared to, to stand up and be bold on behalf of not only yourself and what's true and what's right, um, but on behalf of every person. Oh, it's the intertwining again. You, you need the boldness for the respect and the belonging. Well, the second sentence is, our respect is reserved for people, not conventions. So just like you said, we, yeah, we're going to respect people, but we're not going to f- respect conventions. And I don't think they're talking about nominating conventions here. <laughs> conventions meaning, <laughs> so if you don't have respect for what? That it's always been done this way. Of course. Or, I mean, uh, what, do you, what do you think of that? What kind of con- conventions? Well, I'm very conventional if I were to describe myself. I mean, like Pete, I went to Catholic school, you know, where you, you, mm-hmm. you know, you play by the rules um, and the nuns are always right because frankly they always were. Um, <laughs> but um, even being conventional, I think it's it's good to challenge conventions occasionally, uh, just to make sure you're on the right track. Um, you you probably remember or have read about in history books that the saying "question authority." <laughs> well, you know, oh yeah. As long as you're not being rude about it, I I think about um, uh, it, it. Questioning authority is is like. Um, it doesn't mean uh, burn it all down. It, I think of it in terms of like a building inspector. Um, it mm-hmm. is important now and again to go through the building and and test test the joints and, and test the roof and test the siding and make sure that they're that everything is holding together. Do an evaluation of it. Um, I think that's appropriate. And it should be done on a regular basis. It doesn't mean have a revolution on a regular basis, but it means, you know, take a good look. Uh, take stock of where, where you are, which path you're on, what your framework is. So conventions is basically how business is done, business as usual. Mm-hmm. And if we just let that go, then how can we have change? And also, how can we think of creative ways to make change if you want to make sure you're staying within the confines of what's already been done. I see some sense of creativity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think creativity is a big part of, of the boldness. I don't know, what what do you think? Because I think somebody who's really creative can uh, thinks outside of the box anyway, and they're thinking outside of the conventions. And uh, so far we've said that, you know, it's a risk. If and if it's, it's a risk, it's worth the risk because we need to defend the values. So if we need to be bold in order to achieve that, um, then that's okay. Well, you know, this is one of those um, aspects that I'm not necessarily, I don't feel all that creative. I, But I think some portion of that is because I'm not a really young person currently. Um, 
I think that that's one of the reasons why so many of us, perhaps older people, were attracted to Pete's campaign is because he had such a different outlook and approach to things. And the, all the younger people who were part of the campaign, either volunteering or part of the mm-hmm. staff, seemed to just have a clearer yet different approach, a more creative approach uh, to going about, you know, searching for the changes we need to make. Things that, and it was, that's refreshing. Things that would not have occurred to me at this stage of my life, but are recognizable when you see it. You go, oh, I see it now. Yeah. And isn't that a better way? And it's refreshing. Oh, absolutely. And it's energizing, mm. energizing as well. So I, I think of that as boldness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when you're a child, I remember being basically fearless when I was a little kid. Don't you? I mean, you, nothing, oh, yeah. nothing would phase you. Um, you weren't intimidated by things. You just, uh, you know, would step right up or step right out. And mm, yep. and I just did what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't second guess. And why can't we grab some of that again? Well, we, sometimes we oh. feel like we've lost all of that. It's probably all, always, always still there, at least underneath the surface. But you need sometimes... I think, to be shaken up a bit, to be able to see it again, that it's a possibility. And that's where all the all the youth and energy of this campaign, I think, resounded so so strongly with so many of us. I agree. It's a, it's a whole different, wow, yeah, you know, to, to pardon the phrase, yes, we can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the next next part of this is we accept no truisms without questioning. Wow. I, is that related to conventions? A, a truism. A truism, is that something everybody believes? Yeah, it's, it's generally speaking, well, um, it, is, it is conventional thinking. And, you know, there, there, there are a few truisms. But again, it goes back to, yeah, but let's double check them. Let's make sure that true. if it was true then, is it still true now? Because it's not the same as truth. No, truth is a much more... <laughs> we talked about that already, and we could talk about that even more. Yeah. But a, a truism is something that it's always been done this way. This is the way it is. Yes, accepted thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to, for this to be stated in boldness, we accept no truism without questioning. Means that that's actually an active part of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, is to and and. Given all the value, the values, and what was trying to be accomplished, and still is trying to be accomplished, it's that t- in order to do that, you do have to re-examine everything and, and question. Yeah, um, all the conventions. <laughs> I don't know if the nuns would approve. Um, no, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about today's nuns. You know. <laughs> uh, but this next sentence: the spirit of originality will create the pressure and the permission for us to do things not done before. Okay, so we've got the spirit of originality, all these things that we talked about so far in this, um, you know, not accepting truisms that, and being bold that, and I talked about creativity, mm-hmm. that spirit of originality. I mean, it's a very original campaign to begin with. Uh, totally, it, totally unlike anything. And I've, I've watched politics for kind of a long time. Mm-hmm. was in the business of watching politics for a long time. And I have never seen um, the different aspects of impact 
that this campaign made and in, in coming forward and and saying, yeah, let's not accept truisms. What? <laughs> no. Um, let's let's find find out if there is a a, a different path. Um, be creative about it. There hasn't been and- a new idea in politics in in forever. And all of a sudden, what? Lots of new ideas. And they were all within the values that most Americans share. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so engaging. Right. So the spirit of originality um, creates pres- uh, pressure and permission. Wow. So pressure means like, well, we want to get, we want to get some changes. Like we, we think th- that uh, some change needs to happen. And that original that that that's pressure and permission to get things done. So I can be original. I have permission. I have permission to be original and the pressure to get it done. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I. It's interesting that permission is in there. Yeah. The uh, the it, it's it, it's part of well everyone everyone says um, it, it's it's never been done. Um, uh, so therefore, we can't do it. Well, why not? Why can't we do it? Um, and we can do it with originality, and the um, we have permission to do that. And the, the pressure is that people are hurting, and we need to solve these problems. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I see the pressure. Um, although it could be also the pressure of the campaign, we've got to get elected. <laughs> uh, well, I think, that's, but, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why the the generally speaking mass regular media had so much trouble trying to peg Pete's campaign because it didn't fit into any of the standard traditional slots. He was just absurdly young and absurdly optimistic and energetic and forward thinking and all kinds of things that, well, what do you mean you're not a stodgy old white guy who's, mm-hmm. who's you know, been around forever and always touts the party line? It was again and, no permission and brilliant, brilliant but accessible. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah. So, but but someone who didn't seem like he was. Yeah, and and giving giving the campaign itself and and the campaign participants, all the people who who volunteered and and signed on, um, giving them permission to go about things differently as long as they were the good things, the respectful things. Um, the inclusive, in, inclusivity things, um, all of that. Uh, it was just a, just a, a totally different, you know, mindset. The, the idea that politics could have such high standards and a sense of morality to a campaign uh, was just so unheard of. I mean, politics can be so mean and ugly and hurtful, and we must win, 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 and winning is the only thing that matters. But with, with this candidate, with this campaign, um, it was just totally different, you know, relentlessly positive. Um, and I think of myself as a nice person. I actually used to host a, sh- a show called Nice People, where we do little profiles of people who were good people. But I've expressed this several times, and, and absolutely, truly, um, this is the first time that the candidate has been a much nicer person than me. 
in any campaign <laughs> that I've ever followed. He's so much a better person than me. And he's bold. He's bold about that, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just his, just his existence right is boldness. There. It's just right out there. Well, the last part of this is to stand out from the crowd, not by waving our arms for attention, but the, by the fact of being different. So the so the difference between, hey, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, wanting attention and just having people notice you because you're doing something different. Yeah. Um, I think that's really an interesting way to end this. Well, I think it's, it's, it's especially important because if you are doing the right thing, hopefully you don't need to be jumping up and down and waving your arms. Uh, you can speak softly, but truly. Um, and that, that is what will take you the long distance, you know, be the long distance runner, not the hysterical person for, you know, that minute of time. Because you'll be noticed for the wrong reason. Yeah. And the point here with this campaign and for anything that you're working on, if we're, if we're thinking of a future campaign, uh, to stand out in the crowd just by the fact that you're doing something different mm -hmm. and the boldness uh, you should be noticed. Uh, the boldness should be noticed uh, on its own. And the, fa the fact that, um, that everything on the list of rules of the road is, is all something that you can be proud of. Oh, for sure. I, I think that being, being true to yourself and your values in whatever, hopefully, creative and, you know, and innovative new ways, you know, gets you the right kind of attention. It doesn't, it doesn't matter that you are the subject of conversation for five minutes. It matters in the long term if you are, um, if you, you know, go back to leadership, if you want to want to take the boldness of being a leader and step up for it, that's the kind of message you want to be sending, the long-term message, the responsible message. Right. And if we look at all the uh, Pete's media appearances and how he was willing to go anywhere and talk to anyone, that could have been considered bold. He was on Fox News and he went on a country music station. He went on The Breakfast Club. And that was all in, you know, defense of his, the values and getting the word out and, and, and the boldness of, hey, what, truism? Your candidates don't go on these shows because they're too frivolous? You know, like he did TMZ too. That was a true, that's a good example of a truism, right? Serious presidential candidates do not go on TMZ. Yeah, well, <laughs> well you know, and this one did. And what, what really struck me about all those appearances too was that everyone who interviewed him, whether they were a famous TV star personality or some guy doing a local radio gig um, who, you know, general public had never heard of, Pete's attention to them as being gracious enough to invite him in, to ask him questions, the respect level that he had for every single one of them, and the care he took and interest he took in what the real question was and giving them a real answer, not a, a page out of a stump speech, uh, was just it was just, just so enjoyable to watch. Um, from, the, from the moment he would show up in the studio to then going around and thanking all the staffers or going into the kitchen and thanking the, the white staff, uh, anywhere he went, every person he talked to, you know, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting Pete in person, as you have, but um, everyone says, and I, I, I can see it in, in video clips, 
the attention that he holds to that one person for that one moment, um, no matter who they are, is just uh, something that's, you know, it's totally unique and special to him. Well, he definitely exhibits all the rules of the road at all, at all times. <laughs> and so that's why we have to take it seriously, because if what if he had developed these rules of the road, but then we never saw them being modeled, right? That I don't think we would be very convinced to adopt them ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was wonderful to see, um, you know, if anybody on the campaign, at least, you know, um, online or on Twitter was, was maybe inching over onto the guardrail a little bit um, when we, mm-hmm. you know, rightfully upset about something negative being printed or mm-hmm. making a, a bad remark. Everybody would come together and say, you know, be like Pete, <laughs> you know, <laughs> be like Pete, <laughs> you know, get back on, you know, in your lane and, and, and behave like we all want to behave and stop mm-hmm. behavior from everybody really overall. <laughs> and that's always tricky when, um, if the, the rules of the road police get a little bit too strict, then it's like they're not following the rules of the road. So there were some conversations about that too. <laughs> that's a, it's very tricky. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what we, we find out about people that way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it, it, it's just a, setting that high standard that that you do take responsibility for, for your actions. If you're a part of the, the greater campaign, uh, you're part of Pete, and what would Pete do? You know how? Would Are you segueing? No, you're doing my segue, no, and no. that's great. No, no, oh no. my goodness, is responsibility the next one? <laughs> that's thank you so much. Well, that's because these are all intertwined. Are. They are indeed. Uh, oh, okay, and and you know, before I started uh, reading into this and really thinking about the description, I thought, oh, responsibility. Oh, I'm the youngest child and I'm the only girl. So of course I was the princess. I didn't have any responsibility, but actually what I'm the child too. And I was always in trouble. Usually that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I had to take the other role. Now though, after reading this more closely, I, do understand and realize that I am a very responsible person. And not only that, I respect responsibility and I admire the fact that it's here in the rules of the road. And the first couple of sentences here are um, profound to me as far as the whole campaign. And I actually, I'm going to just read them separately now instead of the whole thing. The first sentence is, the conduct of the campaign can be as influential as its outcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, of course, since, uh, you know, uh, at this point in time, we know that Pete dropped out. And um, the outcome was, of course, we wanted him to get the nomination. But the conduct of the campaign is as influential as the outcome. The conduct, the conduct, like how we're behaving is as influential meaning as important as the outcome, which makes me think, is this talking about, is that why we are still feel such a big part of the team? Well, I, I, I think that in a couple of different ways, I think that through the combination of everything, particularly the candidate, everybody bonded so well even people, you know, out in the country, alone in their houses, who never actually met any of the people involved, you know, like not only me, but lots of other people like me, 
everybody felt mm-hmm. so connected that you don't break those connections so easily. Uh, you see- and is it the conduct? Yeah the, the, yeah, the conduct of the campaign as influential as the outcome. Yeah, because to, to me, I, I, I read that as, oh, it's, it didn't end. And if you think of it that way, that it lives on, and we know that it lives on because we're thinking, we're still talking about the rules of the road. Oh, well, sure. And we're hashtag team Pete forever. Right. <laughs> and then it, this goes on to say, everyone on this team has a responsibility to live up to our values. Mm-hmm. And every participant from a first time volunteer to the candidate and top staff must model this. Wow, that's it's there in writing, and this is what we've felt. Every, you know, and that's how we've all all felt from you know the first time volunteer all the way up to the candidate that we're all on the same team. But did you ever think that the big part of that is because everybody's following the same rules? Mm-hmm. And and that's Pete calling himself out too, holding himself accountable, um, making himself responsible for for his actions to us. Um, that not only are you going to behave. A certain way, or and am I going to behave a certain way? But that we can count on Pete behaving a certain way too. And it's interesting that the word uh, used is "model this" so instead of "follow this," hmm. because well, yes, he needs to model it. But do we, as first-time volunteers, need to model oh, it? Sure. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's so important to to think of it that that the reason is because so everybody else can see it and experience it and. And, uh, well, and it, it's, be... it's an atmosphere, isn't it, um, th- that you create um, and and s- spread when uh, when you know a couple of people are together. It, there's there's a vibe that goes on, which increases and multiplies. You know, the more people are together, or people who are of a common mind or a positive mind are together. I I was so struck back uh, in the early days. After discovering Pete and thinking, well, you know, um, do I want to be involved in this and in what way? And I went and I looked on the um, on the hiring boards to see, you know, what jobs might be open with the campaign. <laughs> a lot of people did that. <laughs> a lot of people did that. And I was mm-hmm. just floored by um, the list of qualifications that you had to have. The campaign, <laughs> if, if any of you out there didn't go to that um, page to try to get yourself a gig with Pete, um, there was a requirement was, and I think this was listed under every opening. You must be a nice person. It was listed as a requirement. You had to have that on your resume to apply for a job. And it wow. blew me away. I mean, it literally said that we don't want anyone coming and working for the campaign who can't say I'm a good person. You know, I have a positive attitude. I'm nice. And I just thought that is that's pretty amazing. This is something completely different. Never seen anything right. like it before. So you can't just uh, live up to the values in your own quiet way. You need to to do it in a way that shows. Oh yeah, and and it's it's the same kind of thing about you know like dancing as if no one's looking. Mm-hmm. It's it's um if if you know what would you do? You know, if you take personal responsibility for yourself and your actions and how you reflect on others that you're associated with. Uh, what do you do when no one's looking? Um, that is the real you, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and how does that, um, you know, if, if someone were to look, what would they see? And even if they aren't there, you know, who are you 
who are you modeling after today? Um, and who do you um, put on? That's a lovely thing on the internet. The other day, a woman who was looking out her window, I, I, I think it was a woman, um, someone posted this, that they looked out and they saw a UPS delivery person come and deliver a package and then stopped on the sidewalk um, and bent down and picked up a little snail up off the sidewalk and very, very carefully walked over to the flower bed and placed the little snail in a flower so we could have a nice little safe life. No one was watching him. I mean, the woman was actually watching the window, but he didn't know that. And, you know, it's little, you can, you can picture mm. that being yes. a peep person. Yes. Oh, that's a lovely story. That's a, that's a feel good story. And you're right. That's, that's the way that that man is. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's the real person because thinking nobody's looking and that's just how he is. Mm -hmm. And it's, wow. and it's not putting on a, putting on a campaign face when the cameras are there either. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's the kind of thing where, um, all of us, it's like, I wouldn't dare wear my, uh, wonderful Pete shirt out unless the rest of me looked good too. I, unless I was prepared to behave myself and, you know, I wouldn't want to be seen in my Pete shirt unless I had at least put the lip gloss on or something, you know? Right. Well, you would want to live up to the values that, you know, of represent well. Exactly. Being part of, being a representative of, of the campaign. Well, now the second part of this is about what happens when we make a mistake. <laughs> oh, why do we even have to make mistakes? Why do we have to well, admit it? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> this is the how-to of uh, part of the, the description. <laughs> when there is a mistake, we take ownership learn, adjust, and move on. Wow, I can think of some times when something gets stalled, when that process gets stalled somewhere, because <laughs> taking ownership for, for some people, that's the first problem, right? So if you can't take the ownership, how are you going to learn? Yeah. And then you have to adjust. <laughs> uh, if you have learned, okay, so if you have learned, then you know you need to adjust. Yeah. And then the last one, move on, that's hard for people, too. <laughs> yeah. So where, what do you see as uh, problems that you've seen um, well, in campaigns? Well, the absolute first thing um, of, of any campaign is, you know, if there's something negative out there in any way, if your candidate has made a mistake, if your candidate misspoke, um, if there was a supporter who did something outrageous, the very first thing to do is, is actually following those rules is get out in front of it is the cynical way to put it. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the gracious way to put it is admit it and call it out yourself. First and foremost, yes. as soon as possible. Um, get on top of it. Explain, if necessary, how it happened. Talk about your plans to mitigate the problem. And hopefully, you know, you have in fact learned and are just doing a PR move on it. And... Make sure it doesn't happen again. And if you, you know, if it's a, if it's a, a, a true error, then hopefully there'll be forgiveness out there for you. Um, but one way or the other, you have to be responsible for your mistake. So call it out immediately. You know, the worst thing you can do is try to pretend it never happened or that it wasn't your fault or that uh, the governor should be handling that, not me. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you can't get to the next step. You can't get to the next step if you don't own it. So, you know, it's not very productive then. Yeah. It be, because the whole point is to learn and to adjust. Well, for Pete's sake, if we can't learn after years and years and years of mistakes that we've all made, I, then all those years are wasted. I hope that I'm much wiser and have learned a few things by now, uh, at least a few. I think it is a little easier um, if, as you get older to accept the fact that you're wrong because you have all those years of having it happen to you and feeling like, oh, yeah, that's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> in my t teaching career, I, I told my students once, like, you know, if I were a new teacher and this happened, I would have been devastated for the rest of the day. But since I've taught for 20 years, I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> it's okay. They they got a, a big kick out of that <laughs> because that's human. Yeah, and and I didn't think teachers were allowed to be human, at least in the old days. Well, you should probably <laughs> appreciated that. That's well, they were they're all adults, so they can <laughs> they can appreciate that. My students are anyway. But what I like a lot of things that Pete did, and a lot of things in the the rules for of the road, allow for growth. Mm. So if I were to write an essay about tying them all together for allowing for growth, uh, I could probably do that. And by learning from the mistake and adjusting, that's, that's growing, that's changing, that's moving forward, that's allowing yourself and anybody on the team who made the mistake, that's allowing everybody to grow and you know how he said bef before that, oh, we have to meet them on their journey or, or just allowing other people to to, you know, ex come to terms with something, to accept something. And that, that sort of dynamic piece, <laughs> I, I haven't seen before, but I don't have as much experience as you do well, with you know um, that, uh, campaigns. The, but the lovely part about meeting somebody on their journey, I mean, that's the kind of thought that I suppose I might have had once or twice in my life, but I've never really sat down and thought about it. And and when you when you do think about that, you Every single one of us is at a different place, um, not only geographically or, or um, our levels of our mental health or our age or, or our levels of wisdom acquired. A lot of people just aren't there yet. Whatever there is, they're on their journey to there and they haven't gotten there yet. And that's you know, having patience for other people to you know, get where it is they're going, but also accept them for where they are right now. Um, and that's what doesn't happen enough. Hard. And yeah, I just hard. appreciate that he was talking about that um, in his, he talked about it a lot with people accepting um, homosexuality mm -hmm. and that for him as a gay man, he wasn't going to say, oh, well, they just don't get me. You know, it's either black or white, right? You either accept me or don't accept me. Yeah. And he accepted the, he accepts that middle ground, that that journey, that it's it's not a done deal. It's not always going to stay the same. They're on their way to acceptance mm -hmm. and allowing them to change. And then and this part of the responsibility is I, acknowledging that that happens on the on the other side too. For us, when, when we... We make a mistake or we misjudge someone that, that we need to be allowed also to learn and adjust. So it's a two-way street. Yeah. And just noticing that, th that, that correlation here. He's, he's got such a, a, a wide open heart. 
um, that is, is is so unusual to see. It it is it is accepting and um, and open to people of of all kinds of stripes. And one of his best campaign lines always was, you know, I'm sorry if you don't feel you could support me, but if I'm elected, I will work for you. Mm-hmm. I will support you, and I'll work to make your life better, even if you're not supporting me. And and that to approach and that's also it that way is is really something. And it's also accepting the fact that you you can't make people do things. You can't make people you can't make them love change their you. mind. No, <laughs> that one early on. <laughs> um, uh, you, so insightful. <laughs> well, it, it, very insightful. Being responsible for your own feelings and your own happiness. You know that that's a concept I I remember trying to grasp many years ago. What do you mean I'm responsible for my own happiness? Well, apparently we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the sooner we figure that out, the better. Or at least I continue think. to work on it. Well, we're all on our journey, right? Yes, we are. We have to accept the fact that we're on our journey. Absolutely. Uh, well, this section uh, ends with missteps are inevitable. Okay, so that's calling out that yeah, we're human. We're gonna make. We're going to make mistakes, but they should never be repeated. Well, on a campaign, you know, a, a big mistake shouldn't be repeated. We should try not to repeat. We own our choices and our work. So whatever happens, whatever choice we make, whatever work, whatever we do, we own that we did it. Which means we have to own the mistakes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're part of of the baggage that you carry around. Um, and I guess I, I think the, the suitcases get a little lighter if you unload as much of the, you know, the the um, oh the, the self loathing that comes in. Oh my God, the mistakes I made. But this is also that, like, if you own your choices and your work, we have we own everything. We own uh, not just the good stuff, right? Mm. I mean, because it would be. You know, like, wow, look what I am doing, all this and this and this. And those are the only things you should look at, right? <laughs> um, but this says, no, no, it's everything we're doing. We, we have ownership on, on everything. So that's why it's so important to, to, you know, learn from those mistakes and try to make sure they don't happen again. Yeah. And, and that's why the whole process is so important for the process of taking ownership, learn, adjust, and move on. It's so important to prevent any uh, further mistakes or yeah, and things going wrong, and to make sure that you're um, that you've re, uh, realigned yourself onto the right onto the right path that you stepped off of. Um, the, and this is so. This is applicable to everyone's life, and, and no matter what you do, as well as campaigns. Although this is this is written specifically for campaign work, but the reason we love the rules of the road so much is it's it's life. It's it's everybody, everything. Yeah, and this that we do. Particular time when people should be um, extra sensitive about, since so many of us have to, you know, self isolate, and you can become mm-hmm. so kind of obsessed with me, myself, and I, and my situation, and my four walls, and what's happening in regard to um, this pandemic and this, you know, social distancing that we're all going through. Um, one good thing that that you can do or try to is think outside of yourself um, and and try to to feel taking responsibility for your own actions 
is one thing, but you're also responsible to be part of the community. Um, one of the one of the cool things I saw was that uh, you know how Google does a, a, a trend analysis of how much people search for certain words or certain terms. Mm-hmm. Um, the most um, frequently Googled thing um, in the current time is the question, how can I help? Oh, that's nice. I thought you were going to say something like, how can I uh, <laughs> you know, keep, keep from being depressed, right? No. It's, so, yeah, coming, getting outside of yourself it's, actually yeah, is it, what helps. It, it's, they've Googled that more in the past few months than, than at any time since they started counting these things in 2004. And this is people all over the world. How can I help? Mm-hmm. Um, That's very encouraging about humanity. Well, and I think people's heads are generally speaking in in the right in the right uh, way. There there are people who are making loud protests about this, that, or the other. There are people who are making wild statements. Um, but generally, people are taking the responsibility of being part of their community. It is important that you stay home. Or that you not do this, or that you you know give up that for a while, for the good of the community. And that's being a responsible mm-hmm. citizen, um, and that's, really, that's responsibility. Yeah, yes, that's really holding yourself to account. And more people are doing that, I think, than maybe everyone realizes. Generally speaking, people are following the rules pretty well for the good of yeah. everybody. We only hear about the the, the bad ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <The> people waving <laughs> so, their yes, arms. Yeah, that's true. We have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's the end of the boldness pa- passage. So I always like to ask ask my guests how those two rules that we've talked about, how, how you think they're related. So boldness and responsibility. But I think the word responsibility was actually used in the boldness passage. Hmm. Ah, well, you know, you, yeah, you can't have that be- without... Three or four of the others of the ten. Um, there's, you know, that again. I go, I go back to the boldness thing as, as, um, as being, as being fearless, as being being upright, um, being able to stand up for things. Um, and again, that falls into responsibility in that, you know, because I am responsible, I will be bold. I have a responsibility to be bold. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's it's the kind of thing that you can't just walk around quietly being responsible. Sometimes you have to make a little noise with it um, and be able to stand up for and stand by what you're being responsible for. And then showing respect, uh, being respectful as you do it, using your truth mm-hmm. and teamwork and belonging. It's all wrapped up. But, you know, this boldness really is good for me to do all, um, these podcasts and to really t- discuss things because we're still going to be working to help, you know, get um, turn the Senate and the and the House blue, you know, keep the House blue and turn the Senate blue and help with all the state and local wherever we can and uh win the presidency back um so we 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 can still be bold we still need to be bold and and we just have to figure out how to do that uh remotely (laughs) so i think what's happening right now is that we're, we're trying to kind of find our footing of of how to react in our uh new world it's a temporary um 
you know, we've got to be isolated from each other, but I think it's going to be happening, going, going to go on for a while. So since it's going to go on for a while, we, I think, need to figure out how we can take that responsibility of boldness This will be a good, forward. A good challenge for especially um, those of us who are, who are not as young anymore. It, this is something brand new. This is, this is in 100 years, never happened. Um, certainly never happened with these particular sets of circumstances. And we're going to have to be creative and come up with all kinds of new ideas. And maybe that will be good for mm-hmm. us to shake us up a little bit. And I see that as the boldness. Yeah, shake us up a little bit. Oh, this has been so much fun talking to you today, Cleo. Um, I'm going to, I'm probably going to keep thinking about it for a while uh, because it's, it's so, it's inspiring and also motivating for me to think of all the different, different ways I could, I could be bold and responsible. Well, I've got to tell you, I'm, I am proudly displaying my uh, little bumblebee joy bracelet that uh, I received as a gift from a very wonderful key person and I'm not taking it off. That's what I'm continuing to focus on all the rules of the road, but, but joy is in my, is on my wrist every day. Oh, thank you. I think it's good for us to, to, to look at each of these and because they're, they are good for us. They are good rules. Yes. It's uh, he's brilliant. I wish I could talk to Pete about these. Maybe I could get him to come on my show. You know? Or how about just an off the record interview? That would I mean, I, I could I could handle that. I would, and then I, I could tell everybody try. this is what he really meant by this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm going to have to say goodbye now, and I will see you online. Absolutely, and uh, we'll meet up for coffee someday soon. Yes, I'm, I'm going to make an appearance, a personal appearance, as soon as it's safe. Excellent. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. I hope it inspired you.